0: This is exactly right.
1: Here we are.
0: This is recording now.
2: Mm-hmm. <coughs> Am I going Am I going to really annoy you if I keep telling you not to hold that part of this?
0: Oh, no. you're. I need it.
2: Is it going to annoy you, though? I feel like at some point you're going to be like, yeah,
0: I'm going to murder you. Let's plan out our first fight now.
2: Um, I'll cro- start crying immediately.
0: <laughs> I feel like anytime we've even come within 30 miles of the slightest fight, we have a total talk down. Yeah.
2: You'll be like, I want to talk to you about something. Yeah. I like that.
0: Did you I know. say that?
2: No, that we I, we both yeah 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 no, I like that. I think it's because we started our friendship at a place of vulnerability. Yes, by talking about literally being vulnerable.
0: That's right. And also, when I think about being in a fight with you, it makes me immediately want to start crying. <laughs> I'm just like, I can't have it. I just can't. I'll do anything to make sure it doesn't. Happen. <laughs> Yay!
2: That's makes. I'm gonna do so much shit now. <laughs> now that I know I have fucking
0: carte blanche, free reign. Fuck with you. Oh, well, I will. Great. I'm not saying I won't very firmly confront you. Right. Um, it's not
2: a fight if you're just screaming at me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if I scream, you're down into a corner.
2: Yeah, that's not technically a fight. <clears throat> if it's one punch and I'm out, that's not a fight.
0: Some of my favorite fights, because I, I do the Irish thing where I won't say anything. Right. And then all of a sudden, I'm out. I'll just be Irish goodbye you.
2: I think I know that. And that's why I'm like, that's what I'm scared of.
0: Right. Which is, but that's why I'm saying I'll be very, I'll, I'll be, I'll total conversations at the jump at the slightest thing. Okay, That's why I'll always be like, here's how I feel. Here's my thing. And here's my, I need you to know my thing. We're adults and
2: we know our things by now.
0: Yeah. You got to say your thing. It's I, you know what? It's only fair that you give the other person (sighs) a chance. You say, here's the thing. And the other, give the other person a chance. Yeah, to and at you'll least go. know
2: by their response whether or not there's someone that you can have a lifelong relationship with, or at least for the next few weeks.
0: <laughs> until we do it again. Until our podcast gets out of the top ten. <laughs> Are we out already? We must be.
2: We're not. I Are checked we- today. <laughs> Excuse me. That was loud. <laughs> That was the best
0: reaction.
2: No, it's so good. we're still you guys were in the top 10 iTunes comedy podcasts. We were number 1 a week ago. I'm disappointed in you guys. No, I'm not. <laughs> I
0: love you. <laughs>
2: Don't say that. So, do we th- maybe the reason we're not number 1 anymore is cuz we haven't nobody knows what podcast
0: is is. Hey, this is my favorite murder. Oh yeah, this is my favorite murder <laughs> starring Georgia hartstark
2: and Karen Kilgera.
0: We say each other's names. If that if you're trying to figure out who's talking, I always say Georgia Hardstark. Uh it's like a cute um I think it's things people do it on the radio a lot. It's cute. It's Did you it's cute. So
2: on our on our fucking storied famed <laughs> Facebook group that everyone loves. Yeah that has eleven thousand
0: Holy, 11? The last, the last time I looked, it was nine.
2: 11,000 people in it. Gross. And they're all cool. Somehow they're all fucking
0: cu- cool. Because everybody gets that everybody else wants everybody to be cool. Yeah,
2: and when they're not cool and they like, get a talking to, they're like, I'm sorry, cool. Someone, our last names are, are kill hard together. Oh, fuck hard yeah. Hard Kill.
0: Hard Kill. Hard Start and Killgara. I like that a lot. That's, it, they are kind of badassy murder names. It's almost like fucking Fate. It's fucking they
2: Hard kill. That's the name of our TV show.
0: That's a good idea. Yeah. The hard kill.
2: The hard kill. <laughs> <laughs> the book we write together about... <sighs> I feel
0: Murder. like if we do the hard kill, we should both dress up as... Like, we should dress up like kind of 70s news anchors. Oh, I was going to think you were going to say spy versus spy. <laughs> <laughs> and try to kill each other. <laughs> but we have to be vulnerable about it and really discuss it. Yeah, and like sad. I feel like I want to come at you with a knife, but... Hardkill is definitely 70s anchor women. Yeah. We're like, we have bows at the neck and
2: feathered hair. Feathered you have hair. feathered hair. You, cause you already have this great, you would be feathered hair. I'll do like a, um, Mary Lou Retton full yes. cut. Oh my God. How great with that?
0: Got hardkill. Let's do this hard thing. Are
2: there any, is anyone listening who wants to make a TV show for
0: um, us? Um, we we're, we're, we're specifically talking about FXX. <laughs> if anyone from FXX <laughs> is listening, we just call out. Well, you know what? That's how they do it on The Secret. You just ask for what you want to the universe, or to, you know, to podcast listeners. I just sit in a, at work today. Everybody had a conversation about how they don't understand what podcasts are, what? and they don't understand why they're popular. And I just sit there, like, a, like with my dirty secret that I have two podcasts. <laughs>
2: and and, just they, just kept and looking not around. that, you fucking they bring you joy. <laughs> Like, you don't even just
0: have them. I almost at one point said, it's kind of like if you could control the radio. Yeah, it's a radio a, show. It's a radio, if you liked what you were listening to on the radio, that's kind of what it's like.
2: It's a radio show, and there are various topics all that span everything, and you're always going to find one you're interested in.
0: Yeah, it's basically, If do you like two dudes just interrupting each other? They've got that.
2: <laughs> They've got a lot of that. They've
0: got that. Do you like two grown women who talk like they're in junior high about murder? We're here. We've got... Hello and welcome. (laughs) That's us. That's Nobody knew
2: that you had two podcasts?
0: Well, Kreisel knows. My boss knows. um, But he wasn't saying anything. Yeah, he was
2: like keeping your secret.
0: And Fred knows because he's been on one of them. Right. But he was just... It was just everybody kind of... I had that exact same feeling before I started listening to podcasts. I was like... Why would anyone want to listen to stand-up comics talking? That's all I've listened to for the past 20 years of my life. <laughs> it's so boring unless you're really shit-faced.
2: Or just NPR. Nobody likes fucking, never mind. I'm not going to talk shit on them.
0: Yeah, let's not be show talkers yeah. I le- What I do like is j- cool music jams. That's how I usually spend my time if I'm going to just listen to something.
2: Not me. Fucking audio book.
0: You're all about that. Break. But then you know when the first couple times I listen to podcasts driving home to San Francisco on the five, you fall asleep. God bless. No, it got. Oh, it yeah. makes the ride feel like it's an hour long. I
2: have a friend who was on a fucking um, road trip with her boyfriend this weekend texting me. We're listening. We're on episode twelve. Oh. like totally into it.
0: Don't you love? There was a couple people who were sending, um, who were posting on the Facebook page. Why don't you guys have an episode twelve? And we? it. it well, it turns out we do. That's Our Bodies, Our Twelves. Oh, yeah. Um, another a, a great title. I'll say it myself. But uh, I, I was immediately like, oh, shoot. We Because sh- of when we misnumbered the other ones. Oh, yeah. When we thought 15 was 16. Um, I assumed they, they, they were right immediately. But it was some weird thing. The with glitch? Yeah. It was an iTunes glitch or something glitch.
2: We should have said this from the beginning because I bet people are fast forwarding through this. um this chit chat to the the murderers that 's how I feel about myself <laughs> <laughs> that 's how myself is we cannot blame you um we have t shirts and this is the last if you 're listening to this this like now real time real time this is the last call to this t shirt today 's
0: Ju- june 1st. June first
2: June first It's happy June happy June. my favorite murder shirts dot com go buy one they the, the end. <laughs> wait
0: how much how much longer do they have
2: i don't know i think we'll just leave it up for a couple more days so this podcast can come out this episode can come out and then people can get it to like monday or tuesday if it's there it's still there and then but then
0: if not there'll be a second phase design
2: yeah but it won't be this design
0: no we're gonna do a new one uh and it will be you will be able to get a t-shirt that says stay sexy don't get murdered yeah right yep we've already announced that have we? Um, no, I don't know. Have we? I don't know. I don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I like NPR.
2: Um, should we <laughs> do, do it.
0: That? Um, Oh that's uh-huh. that? You're bridging. So if you hear that noise, you know you can stop <laughs> fast-forwarding through the talking. That is the dial. Somebody actually did tweet and ask us if we could please put in markers so that they can get straight to the murders. I didn't take it that way. I just started laughing because I was like, as if I would ever know how to do anything technical ever.
2: Oh no! I feel like you get five. Uh, you get five minutes in. Let's I'm all. Nah, five ten. Yeah, let's do five.
0: No, let's do as much as we fucking want. You know what? You know what?
2: I listen to a podcast called "Sleep with Me" that I'm obsessed with. You love that podcast. Oh, it helps you fall asleep at night. It's just this guy telling boring stories and I fast forward the first five minutes and I'm yelling at people not to do it
0: (laughs) you know you got to do what you got to do all
2: right let's just not be like everyone else
0: everybody be yourself be yourself and uh, especially with podcasts yeah
2: and thanks for listening Uh, goodbye (laughs) (laughs) i think that's how you know it's done i think we've done that last time that'll be the new thing that's a good idea our transition is fake
0: fake we pretend like we're gonna leave the room and the murders are now gonna tell themselves
2: here let's introduce karen and georgia
0: that's a good idea this isn't us yeah we're the um we're the intro hosts oh wait we're
2: exactly at 10 minutes now
1: it madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N Cookware.com. Goodbye. Okay. Okay, you're, you're first this week. I'm
2: first this week? Okay.
0: Let's get down to business. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't wanna wanna mess around. What is this? Ooh, ooh. Something circus in town. We're gonna get deep
2: into this shit. Are you guys Hell ready for our yeah. favorite murders? Wait. Yes, where the fuck is my favorite? We love murder. Oh, my God. I thought mine was deleted from my. Oh, my God. All right. i would never heard of this one. Uh Uh-oh. The Freeway Phantom Killer.
0: Oh, shit, y'all. You heard of this one? I don't know. Oh, man. I don't think so.
2: This is some fucked up shit. And here's what I was thinking. I don't want to. I want to not only do white women like Martha Moxley getting killed. Right. I don't want to do that. I found this one and I'm like. I've never heard of this and it's a fucking serial killer where six young girls Ugh. gotten murdered in this in the same area.
0: Are they women of color? They are all black women. Yeah, that's fucking
2: yeah. And it's tragic. It's the I'll get into it. All right, okay. here we go. So the freeway phantom was a name given to an unidentified serial killer known to have abducted, raped and strangled six female youths in the Washington DC area mm. from April 1971 through September 1972. So that's not even a fucking year. No. Which immediately makes you think he got arrested right afterwards or moved on.
0: Oh, cuz they don't know who it is.
2: Oh, yeah, unidentified still. Oh, sorry. Okay. No, it's fine. I <clears throat> it's fine. We, I have some suspects. Um <laughs> the the victims were all African-American girls between the ages of 10 and 18. No, no. Sweet baby angels. Okay, so the first one was in um, April 1971. 13 year old Carol Spinks was sent by her sister to go to a 7-11 located half a mile away from her home which is like what you do back then you <sighs> you go walk and 13 that's like old enough
0: oh so old we used to walk to the store the corner store which is like easily a half a mile away every yeah. single day from when i was like 6 years old
2: yeah we used to we used to jaywalk on one of the busiest streets <laughs> like encouraged to jaywalk to the store across the street just cut across kind of the street yeah, just run fast yeah you fucking idiot <laughs> Um, On her way home from the store, Carol was abducted and her body was found six days later on a grassy embankment next to the northbound lanes of the Mm -hmm. I-295. Over a month later in July, um, Darlene Johnson was 16, was abducted while on her way to a summer job at a recreation center. Eleven days later, her body was discovered 15 feet from where Sphinx had been found. So again, on the freeway, near the freeway. Um, In July 1971, little 10-year-old Brenda Crockett failed to return home after having been sent to the store by her mother again. Three hours after, okay, here's this interesting, three hours after Brenda was last seen, because they were immediately like this, she should have come home. Yeah. The phone rang and it was answered by her seven-year-old sister who was waiting at home to see if she'd come home. While her family was searching the neighborhood, Brenda was on the line crying. And she said, a white man picked me up and I'm heading home in a cab. And then um, she added that she believed she was in Virginia before abruptly saying bye and hanging up.
0: Weird. What?
2: A short time later. Wait,
0: sorry. If it's 1971, how is she calling from being... How is she calling from a cab? Yeah.
2: There's a lot of inconsistencies. Okay. Well, let's, I want to hear your opinion on this too. Uh, okay. I'm, I,
0: this, uh, this sucks... I know, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I I mean, I guess. I feel like I can see them in my head. I do too.
2: A short time later, the phone rang again. And this time it was answered by the boyfriend of Brenda's mother. It was Brenda again. And she repeated what she said to her sister and then said, did my mother see me? And he asked, how could she see you when you're in Virginia? And the boyfriend also said, tell the man to come to the phone and tell me where you're at and I'll come get you. The boyfriend then heard heavy footsteps in the background, and Brenda said, I'll see you, and the line went dead. A few hours later, Brenda was found by a hitchhiker on Route 50, near the I-295, um, in a place where she couldn't be missed. She had been raped and strangled, and a scarf was knotted around her neck.
0: Ugh.
2: Ugh. What, What is... The thing, did my mom see me, makes me think... She like drove by the house in this person's car. Like somehow it was someone they knew. You know what I mean? And the whole it was a white man was maybe, and I'm coming home was maybe a, the killer told her that, told her to say that to throw them off because I bet they didn't expect them to start searching for her so quickly.
0: Right. Also,
2: maybe she was in the neighborhood.
0: I wonder like, why would he let her? yeah use the phone was she on drugs or drugged in some way that she was saying weird shit like you know like she got chloroformed woke up grabbed the phone totally something i mean but
2: why would that happen a couple times
0: yeah where's first where was the guy
2: yeah it makes me think that it's someone she knew did my mom see me yeah or maybe he Maybe he lied to her and said, "Your mom
0: sent me to come get you or oh. something, oh yeah, and your mom knows that you're ge- you're getting in the car with me,
2: yeah, your mom saw what you were doing. I don't know, Ugh. okay, so authorities quickly concluded that Brenda's call home was at the behest of the killer. That's just their guess, yeah. you know, um." Furthermore, one witness reported having seen one of the victims, Ms. Johnson, in an old black car driven by an African-American male shortly after her abduction. So then on Octo- in October 1971, 12-year-old um Namoshia Yates was walking home from a Safeway store in northeast Washington, D.C., when she was kidnapped, raped, and strangled. Her body was found within a few hours of her abduction again, which is interesting that he just doesn't keep the bodies. Right. Just off the shoulder of the Pennsylvania Avenue, uh, the shoulder of Pennsylvania Avenue in Maryland. It's after this murder that the, fr- the quote, freeway phantom moniker was first used in the city tabloid article describing the murders. So um, in the last murder, it was November 1971, after having dinner with a high school classmate, uh, Brenda Woodward, 18, boarded a city bus to return to her, her home, and six hours later, police officers discovered her body stabbed and strangled in a grassy area near an access ramp to Route 202 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Oof. Okay, so here's we- here's a weird... Oh, no, that's, that's not the final victim. That's the second to final victim. I'm sorry. So a coat had been placed over her as if it was, like, tucking her in, and in the pockets there was a note from the killer it said this is tantamount to in to my in- oh, sorry this is tantamount to my insensitivity to people especially women i will admit the others when you can catch me exclamation mark signed the freeway phantom but he wrote free-way the freeway phantom and they're saying that it looks like the note was written by the victim in her own handwriting. But I looked at the note and it looks like a fucking psychopath's handwriting. It huh. doesn't look like her handwriting. So did they,
0: were they interpreting it as like a young person's handwriting? or
2: Yeah. Like that it wasn't hers. But I didn't. No, no, no. Not a young person. Just like. I don't know why they came to that conclusion. And nobody. Oh, I'll tell you why. Nobody knows that. Um, also, is he
0: using the word tantamount correctly? let's
2: there that will come back around okay yeah I, I know what you mean yeah this is tantamount to my insensitivity to people especially so he's saying this is the point this is how this is how much i don't like people i right. don't care about people especially women right that's what he's, his point is right? i always thought that
0: meant tantamount meant equivalent though
2: That's what it means. So I think this murder of this girl is equivalent to how much I don't give a shit about people. Okay. I mean, it's not used correctly. Got it. So September 1972.
0: I don't know why I'm so worried about grammar all of a sudden. No,
2: because it actually comes back. It's an interesting word to use that one would think can be like in uh, in, um, the jinx, how he spelled Beverly. Yes. Which helped get him caught. Is a fucking great clue.
0: Every single thing, every little can be a clue. Ev- yeah.
2: Every dot of the eye can can like uh, can indicate something. Indicate or exonerate. Yeah, something. That's right. So September 1972, the Phantom's final victim. Um, so the high school senior Diane Williams. She had cooked dinner for her family and then visited her boyfriend's house. She was last seen boarding a bus. Mm. Again. Um, and a short time later, her strangled body was discovered alongside the i-295, just south of the district line. Um, so those are the murders. They raid, yeah. So thirty. F- uh, um, the slings supposedly triggered one of the largest investigations in the re- the region. Has seen two dozen detectives were assigned to the hunt initially and the FBI was called in until Watergate diverted the agency's manpower. Oh
0: man. Fucking
2: rich politicians ruin it again with
0: their stupid bullshit.
2: Yep. Is my cat kicking you? A little bit. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> so among the individuals considered were a gang, known as the green vega rapists that's a fucking cheery name <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> do you think they danced what were they up to yeah, i don't know just simple <laughs> little they <I> played craps <sighs> uh members of this gang were co- were collectively responsible for numerous washington dc and surrounding maryland vicinity rapes and abductions that have occurred near the washington beltway um so everyone thought it was them one dude was like one of the gang members who and they were all incarcerated was like i know it wasn't me i had nothing to do with it i know who did it if you don't say who i am if you keep me anonymous i'll give you information and they were like okay and he was going to identify he identified the guy the date and location of the crime and a signature detail which was um not provided to the public but which was known only to the perpetrator and to detectives that signature information was correct <gasps> The inmate who provided the information says he wasn't involved, blah, 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 he had an alibi, a verified alibi. Um, But during this period, an election was being held in Maryland and one of the candidates publicly announced to the press that a break had occurred in the Freeway Phantom investigation and provided that an inmate at the (gasps) prison where this guy was at had given information.
0: No. After that
2: announcement, the inmate who provided the information was like... Was killed? Fucked. No, not killed, but maybe eventually. But he was like later days and denied that he had anything. Ugh. He was just like, I'm out. You rube. Total rube. You idiot you politician. fucking idiot. And looking through the... I don't think he... I don't think they had any... That they were involved. I don't think... The, the green...
0: Yeah. Vega rapists.
2: <laughs> looking at the evidence and their their mo and this sounds like the work of one person yeah i don't think this was them and it's like raping rape is a different crime than murdering and kidnapping raping murdering with bare hands disposing of a body
0: yeah i would think that in gangs like it's, it reminds me of like hell's angels or something where they take women they don't usually ra- raping a 10 year old child is, crosses a line even when you are a gang member even when you are like pedophilia and all that kind of shit is not that's not just standard no uh, and activity
2: gaining access and the trust of these girls is, and to get you know he had to have gotten them in his car somehow that's right they had to have gone with him somehow it's a
0: it's wolf and sheep's she's cl- yeah. clothing if you see a gang member if you see three gang members no. coming at you fucking run you don't get in their car
2: even then children are taught don't talk to strangers so if you see but yeah if you see gang members you're not gonna fucking get in the car yeah all right so i don't think it's them Uh, but the case is still open as we said so so fucked up let's see here all right so and there's not the last article i could find from any of this was from 2013 so, and at that time, all right, let's, here we go. So, the D.C. police detective, James Trainum, he's kind of the dude now who's like, I'm going to try to, or have, well, was in like 2006, he's like, I'm going to get this sucker. Yeah. Um, and a lucky hit on DNA sample could change all that. So, here, but here's the fucking thing. <laughs> everything got lost, everything got lost or destroyed. All of the fucking evidence. What? And that's why that note, you, there's a photo of it. But you know, there's no way to test it. Everything got thrown away and destroyed. No. Yep. But the good news is that because it was in different districts, they were able to find a DNA sample from a district that, the, the not the main district that, oh. like some Maryland has. Uh, Maryland State Police have a sample found on williams one of the girls who was killed and they had never tested it because they because she was leaving her boyfriends so they figured that she had had sex with her boyfriend that night so they never fucking tested the dna what why wouldn't they ask her
0: she was dead oh oh my god i'm so sorry (laughs) oh my (laughs) ask him ask him (laughs) i i forgot what podcast i was on um, oh, my um, God.
2: They, they did ask him,
0: and he said they didn't have sex. I. It's so irritating. Like, I, anytime you talk about, like, police making assumptions, I, I just, my mind goes to, like, what? And this yeah. is why people,
2: I don't want to, like, I don't want to just fucking bury all the cops in this and everything, because this is how stuff was done back then. This was then. how stuff was and done, and that's maybe right. maybe and it seems like they did put a lot of work into it but if you ask the families which there's a lot of in interviews from the families they fucking didn't and the families are like it's because if these were all blonde white women this would have been solved that's exactly right and you know you can't help but
0: believe that it, well of course of course that's true of course it is it, we've we that's just been tested out time and again yeah. but the other thing is that the the attitude of these cops is like immediately you're you're the victim of a crime you're dead you've been murdered and suddenly it's like well she fucked her boy there is you can hear the slut shaming through the years and you and you just know that that's the they were it makes me crazy it's just like not treating people with respect even in death I
2: agree and this is why I wanted to do this this is why when I was looking for the next one I was like I've never fucking heard about this yeah and this is like six children got fucking murdered and there's nobody who got ever you know fingered for it it's insane yeah so this guy drain uh train him. he took it up as a cold case in 2004 he was like i'm gonna solve this he thought um he had a key piece of evidence that on the clothing of the phantom's last known victim um they found a potential dna sample let's see here Okay, so because her body was discovered over over the district line in Prince George, Maryland police initially handled the case, and so they had this information. And so it's like this... I found all these articles that they're like, so the DNA testing will be done. If the sample yields a good profile, it'll be submitted to the database, blah, blah, blah. But the last fucking thing I can find about that was from 2013. So I Mm. don't know if it's been tested or...
0: I feel like there should be money... I think there's
2: hundred and fifty. Oh, to
0: test it. Well, I'm. I'm just saying. I. Th- I feel like people in this country need jobs, and, and like there's like the whole thing of like old untested, rape kits that yeah. haven't gone tested, and that they, they're actually doing. Uh, what I love is Harkate is doing yes. all that work to change it, which God bless her, and all the pe- other people. There's a bunch of people that are like, there. There is the woman that's the um, mayor of. Uh, is she the she? city councilwoman in Detroit or mm-hmm. she's the mayor of somewhere mm-hmm. it's of it's on the Facebook page that's yeah. where I read it yeah but these people that are just stepping up and being like A no no but I feel like I, some company could make money why yeah. why aren't they just prioritizing this the way they do everything else in terms of financial gain pay people yeah like get it going
2: okay let's let's change that and yeah. let's change statute of limitations on rape. rape. Which is insane. There's a sta- I just want everyone to think about that. It, there's a statute of limitations on fucking rape, even if it's pedof- pedophilia.
0: Yeah. And if it's a 10-year-old girl yeah. that was just trying to go to the corner store. Yeah. Uh, and here's one thing I'll change is I'll remember that the people that we're talking about are dead. <laughs> I don't know what well, ha- I don't know what just happened. Were you happened. really thinking that? Yes. Like, in your brain. Well, I, you, you know what it was. Day? This what's that? Mm-hmm. The second that you started saying that of like they just assumed she had sex with yeah. a boyfriend, I just went down that whole thing of like how many stories to this day in oh. 2016 you hear of of judges being uh, the sexism and the misogyny that you hear to this day of like in the, the reason, legal system and the
2: reason why you will ne- we'll never know the exact number of of rape victims is because why would you go f- why would you come forward with this rape if you know you're going to be like well you fucked your boyfriend earlier so yeah. it's probably not
0: it's that. just sickening i mean it's it's happening less and less but the fact that it still happens at all is just yeah. a disgrace it's just yeah. like we need to do better as the human race
2: we do so Traynham called on an expert who specializes in... This is a fucking fascinating fact. Specializes in narrowing the field of suspects. Kim Rosmo, she's a former Canadian police officer and professor at Texas State University, developed a computer system that plots crime events on a map and helps determine where the suspect's, quote, anchor point or home or workplace or significant location might be. How fucking cool is that? Yeah. So they spent weeks looking through reports together. They visited the crime scene, and they developed a, geolog- a geographic profile of the killer's movements. I mean, they think the anchor point was in Congress Heights, just south of the of the hospital. I, d- I don't really... Understand nothing came out of that, so they have a suspect that I think sounds pretty good. Um, so there's this dude, Robert Askins, A S K I N S, who's also some like web developer. So when you Google him, put murder in. Oh. He w- he had been charged with raping a 24-year-old woman in his house, he had killed prostitutes. Um, he had been charged three times with homicide. He was in St. Elizabeth's Hospital, which is down the street from where they thought that he lived, that the killer lived, and had later been convicted in a 1938 killing of a prostitute by cyanide poisoning. Jesus Christ. But his sentence had been overturned on legal technicalities and saying that he was too impaired to stand, tr- like, too drunk at the time to, to
0: be liable for it. Did you say 1938? Yeah. So when he was really young and he was probably doing, if it was him, doing these ones when he was way older. Yeah.
2: So um, they arrested him in 1977 for something else. They found some. um, Okay, so here's the interesting part. So. They went through his stuff and they found in his desk drawer a footnote from the judge, the judge's sentence and the word tantamount Uh had been had been used over and over in uh-huh. that um and later he would learn that this guy askins you often used the word at the national science foundation where he used as a he was worked as a crime as a computer technician so Whoa. everyone he worked with was like he used the word tantamount a lot i've never fucking used that word in i've my life. never
0: used that word i've never heard anybody else no. use that word that's
2: like a that's like a fucking uh elmer fudd word
0: yeah there's a tantamount to. To, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. So and also, he was this guy white? No. Um, that's fascinating. He was just, like a black computer scientist in the sixties and seventies. Can
2: I say something? Yeah. I don't know if
0: he was white. You don't know if he was white or black. Yeah.
2: That's very interesting. I'm gonna edit that out because I needed. I should have seen that, but I did. I couldn't find any photos of
0: him. Oh, I guess I assumed he was black because they, they saw the one girl in the car with a black guy. Right. I think but I that doesn't too. mean anything. Yeah. Okay, we'll take it out. Um, so the
2: technicians found on all six victims green synthetic carpet fiber, fiber, excuse me, on all but one of the victims' clothing. And they couldn't find anything like that in this dude's house. And they dug up his backyard and they didn't find anything. And he was never charged. He's 87, serving a life sentence in North... In a federal prison, I think he died in like 2009 or so.
0: But on his record, he had already been arrested for killing people three other times. Yeah, but they were
2: always prostitutes. But when, but when he was asked by a reporter later, he said, "I didn't do those crimes, but uh, I fuck, I hated women so much. Like he almost was like, I wish I had. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, that's crazy.
2: So it's still an open case. Maybe I called the crime hotline." In the county, oh yeah, and asked if they had checked the d if they had searched the to DNA to get an update, and they like didn't know what the fuck I was talking about, and uh. I felt like an idiot. <laughs> hey,
0: at least you tried. I, I wonder how you do find out about stuff like that.
2: I think you have to be an author- you have to be have some kind of authority. I don't think they'll just give that out.
0: Um, Let's I find do-
2: out about that. Can someone who's like in f- forensics find out if that? Yeah,
0: or just people that are listening, if you want to be a, a sleuth, try to find out updates yeah, on the freeway phantom murders. It's
2: weird that the last thing I saw was like, they're
0: trying to test the DNA,
2: and then... And then just nothing. nothing. Not even like, there was no match, or there was. it was inconclusive.
0: I mean, I'm just curious. It's... Well, and also, it's just that it's such a quagmire of, like, DNA and testing and all that stuff. It's like, there are some places where it's, it takes years. Yeah,
2: I mean... Yeah, especially places where they have high crime, that's not their priority. And this guy's probably dead, whoever it is. Right. But these people, but the families deserve answers, and that's the point is that families deserve answers just as much as any other family. <sighs> Sorry. Wow.
1: Murder, and here's the important note: that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com/slash/murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com/slash/murder again. Don't forget the code is all
0: lowercase.
1: Goodbye.
0: I don't know why I get. I'm surprised every time that I'm like, oh, that was heavy.
2: Your um, your story from last week,
0: yeah,
2: it ruined people. Yeah. It
0: ruined me from like age eight. Yeah, I can see that. It's so heavy. It's horrifying. It's so intense. What Um, was her name? Mary. Mary Vincent. But that's the thing I love is that all the people on the Facebook page just keep talking about what a badass Mary Vincent is. Totally. She really is. I mean, of course, she's had hard times in her life and, you know, struggles. How could you not? But the thing is that she's like, you know. I, I really encourage everybody if you liked that story to watch her episode of I Survived because she tells her own story. It's he, amazing. He turns
2: out had a daughter her age. Is Larry, Larry Singleton? Yeah. And she's written a few
0: things being like... I read... Somebody posted an yeah. article on on the page but I had read that article and it just wasn't it, it, there didn't seem to be pertinent information no, no. it was just kind of like this sucked for me too yeah which totally made sense but it just seemed like it was long enough and I didn't want to go into I agree it into that but, but yeah necessary also just I feel like with all these people you could if you did go into all that kind of research you'd be talking about we'd be talking about them for weeks yeah because it's like what what, what was Larry Singleton's past that he totally. got to that point? I would love to know that.
2: Totally. And is it possible that he just did two crimes Two no, no
0: way. Fuck no. No way.
2: Just like this with this case, the uh, free freeway phantom, he either got incarcerated or died or moved and did the same shit somewhere else. Yes. Like there's no way he just had a, a less than a year killing spree of six women. No girls and then just stopped that doesn't happen or that was the beginning
0: i just had a fantasy of like someday them in the same way that that woman developed that computer thing of like here's the area that the person might be in mm-hmm. i actually saw that on numbers one time mm-hmm. which is a show i'll watch every once in a while have you ever watched numbers mm-hmm. with the backwards three yeah I know that one. or the frontwards three being used isn't he yeah um but one day they could connect you know how like we, we were talking about that one killer and then we're like, he could also be the alphabet killer from yeah, Rochester? yeah,
2: The like, uh, Hillside Strangler. Uh, I
0: mean. No, that was from last podcast on the left. One of the Hillside Stranglers, they thought right. uh, Kenneth Bianchi might be the alphabet. But remember my guy that was in yes. um, Marin, yes. who also... Because he had a, a victim of the same name. <sighs> like if there was a computer program that somehow could start linking commonalities in these cases yeah. and being like, sure, this person lived in Utah, Texas, and Maryland, but look at all of these, you know, and these slings, like, And
2: he had a cousin in Utah. He had a, he was from Maryland, and he briefly visited
0: Nevada. Right,
2: where all these other murders happened at that time. It's, I
0: love when they when they do piece those together. I am so happy; it's so satisfying. It's, it's like get a big homeland map of red string and let's start seeing yeah. where all these things actually connect.
2: It's so great when a when a detective can be like, "Let's." He was he. This guy's clearly a drifter. Where was he during these times? Yeah, calls the local precinct and was like, "Do you have any murders that look like this?"
0: And they're like, we've been waiting for this call we've for years. And
2: then you hear the um, the forensic
0: files. <laughs> like, fuck a commercial. <laughs> oh, All right. Do you want to hear my this week's My Favorite Murder?
2: Yes, please.
0: This is one I've wanted to do for a while. And I have to say, when I was looking up the different ones that I wanted to do today, um, I am very tired from my work. Uh, having to work and do things do homework as well I know. I'm not used to it I'm kind of more of a a, a lady of leisure um, <laughs> but I realized that all the ones I want to do are episodes of I survived that I've seen that I loved and I was like I can't just keep retelling I survived stories can't you I guess I can though because I did again and
2: if you if you add little details in that they didn't add
0: in right Well, because that's all firsthand account. So it's basically the person saying, "This is like what it was like for me to go through it." But I just love that show so much because they are amazing. The stories themselves are crazy and amazing.
2: I'm not going to watch it because I just want to hear from you.
0: Okay. stories. Oh, that's, per- that's perfect. Yeah, then I'll never have to bust myself again. Cool. But they did a special, and I survived, of the Norway attacks. I don't know if you remember those, but they were the attacks on July 22nd in 2011 where Anders Bering Breivik, who was a crazy fucking right-wing, fascist, lunatic, racist asshole... Um, first blew up a government building in Oslo, and then went on to a an island that had a summer camp. Yes, I and,
2: remember this hor horrifying. Go on.
0: All right. So there is. I can't remember. I couldn't find the actual season and episode number, but if you look up the Norway attacks, I survived. They have a special episode where it's th- four different kids who were on the island who survived <sighs> these attacks. And it also they speak perfect English. Oh my god, what? Um, Oslo's
2: like isn't that where the it's the most peaceful place in the fucking world.
0: They they um not since World War Two had they had violence like this in their Jesus. country. Um, it also has the most beautiful people. My college roommate, Kristen, was obsessed with Norway and she went there one summer. She talked about it constantly and she showed me these pictures. She like, we went there and we went to this music festival and everyone was just like a gorgeous Nordic. blonde model. Yeah. They are truly amazing. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty great. I mean it, they've they've got it down yeah um but of course we there's all there's always got to be an asshole to ruin things totally so this guy anders bearing brevik um he drove a van with a bomb made of fertilizer and fuel oil which was similar to the oklahoma um bombing uh-huh. oklahoma city bombing um he went and drove that and parked it next to the building where the office of the Prime Minister, Jens Stoltenberg, was. And that van blew up. It killed eight people, and it injured 209. 12 of them very seriously. Um, luckily, if you were- Fewer people than normal were in the area because um, it was during in July. So most people, that's the vacation month for Norwegians. And it was a Friday afternoon. So government people were gone for the day. Why did
2: he do that? Um,
0: Because he was, he had posted a video on YouTube the day before where he was wearing a scuba suit and holding uh, AK-47 Ugh. and talking about he wanted to rid his nation of Muslims. Oh, um, yeah. yeah,
2: the Muslims are the problem, you fucking psychopath. You
0: fucking terrorist. Yeah. You are a terrorist yeah. trying to point the finger at...
2: Another case of if you don't like them, kill yourself. Exactly. Just, he, this guy should have
0: just It's too much killed. for you. Take yourself out. Yeah. Or maybe try therapy <laughs> uh pills i don't know but but look at the irony of the fact that you are calling every you you want your nation cleansed of people and the answer to that is you we're actually asking people who are psychotic to look at the irony of their statements anyway we're the naive ones georgia i know but i'd rather be i'm okay with that i know it's true so okay so he does this hideous bombing All of Oslo is just going nuts because it doesn't happen there. It does not happen there. Um, And then less than two hours later, this guy, Brevik, he's dressed up like a cop. (gasps) Yeah. That's not fair. Like, I call bullshit on that. It's the creepiest worst, that thing where you immediately have the trust of people and you're manipulating that trust. So he gets on um, a a ferry and he takes um, the ferry over to... The island of Utoya. I'm going to pronounce it like yeah. a dirty American. And as I will every other word in this article that is basically sounds like me reading an IKEA catalog. <laughs> it's going to be that bad. Is
2: it, I wonder if any murderer has ever taken a ferry to his <laughs> to his murder place you know what i mean yeah
0: that seems almost that, like maybe that should be next week's theme I, yeah i think like he should
2: have taken a like um like a moat like what's a what are the ones where you stand up and room across the
0: oh like um a gondola
2: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> a jet ski oh
0: okay
2: like a jet ski do <laughs>
0: something but a fucking ferry he had to jump on the ferry with all the other commuters so yeah. he goes over to this a summer camp. The average age of the campers are eighteen. No, why? they the Norwegian youth labor party. So it's basically it would be like if a bunch of young Democrats, um, yeah. and there was a lot of children that were uh, related to um, uh, um, higher ups in the government. Yes, government workers and and people that were. So he <laughs> was.
2: No, you're good. He was
0: sending a message strictly to these
2: people, which like. When has that ever worked? When are
0: people ever going to be like, okay. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. If your plan is to kill people's children, you're the bad guy. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah. I'm doing it again. Um, So he goes over onto the island of Utoya. He is dressed like a cop. And he um, tells them they hear about the bombing in Oslo, which is, of course, like, it's a national emergency. Totally. So he, as dressed as a police officer, goes to say that he's come for a routine check <sighs> because there's all these uh, diplomat and politicians' right. children on this island. So he's there to check if everybody's okay. Sure. So he meets with um, Monica, a woman named Monica Boise, who is the camp leader and the island hostess. And... She, there is also a man who is the security officer on the island named Trond Bernstein. And he was also an off-duty cop.
2: Oh, he, please do something.
0: Um, he killed, Brevett. killed both of them immediately. Son
2: of a, I was going to be like, maybe this guy.
0: Yeah, no. So he basically, he gets on, g- gets access to the island, immediately meets with the people in charge, takes out the adults in charge. How
2: surprised do you have to be to, to have that happen to you? Like, mom mom before you die.
0: Oh, my God. It's the last thing you expect. Yeah. Um, And so he goes down. So in this episode of I Survived, the kids tell the story. But there was a lot of kids. They had gathered everybody up to tell them that this bombing had happened in Oslo. So then there were still people sitting on this big kind of outside area, kind of standing around and talking about it. And this guy shows up dressed as a cop. And he calls everyone around, asks them to gather up and then just start shooting and so so the kids have it's like they've just gotten this terrible news Then this starts happening. They have no idea what's going on.
2: Like you don't even know to run because it's so surreal. It's so
0: surreal. That's what they all say. And he's dressed like a policeman. So on top of it, they don't understand what's happening. Yeah, because they probably still think he's a policeman. It's not like you're like, oh, this guy lied. Right, exactly. And also you're far away enough. So if you're seeing it happen, like they think, is this some sort of huge prank or is it an emergency? Some of the kids said that on the other parts of the island because they did have it wasn't strange that there would be gunshots on the island because they were out in nature and like they, they said range. that wasn't a weird thing yeah like that that didn't surprise them but then it was when they heard screaming that they realized something bad was happening oh, no. this island is also very small Is it? Yeah. So for the next hour and a half No. Yep. This guy rampage walking and running around the island picking kids off. No, so Where do kid, they hide? Where it's do you hide? it's such a nightmare. So some kids hid in a freezer, and there's there's kids that told a story of hiding in a freezer. Like five kids, he walked into the kitchen area, all the way around, and to the freezer but didn't look inside and walked away oh and that's the reason God. they survived and there's kids they t- it's there's article after article where kids tell stories like that where they were in their bunk they all went under mattresses or whatever and they just held their breath and hid and then there's other stories that these kids tell from I Survived where like they're hiding and their phone goes off because oh, the parents, parents are Yeah, are calling to see if they're okay and that's what gives them away. It's it's bone chilling. This guy just walks around picking off kids. I'm gonna
2: throw up. I always wanna know like in the in I always immediately think when I hear stories like that or like Columbine or school shootings, like where would I be in that room? Like, where would I hide? Where right. would I be? Yes. It's, you're never gonna, you're never gonna know if it's the right place to go or not.
0: Well, and also when you're in a panic situation like that, you're just yeah. gonna make do with what the best, you know, thing that's near you. Yeah. It's just luck. It's, it's dumb luck and random fate. Totally, It's terrible. The other thing too is he had enough time that he was going around, he, sh- he shot kids and then there were some kids who were just laying there pretending to be dead. Right. He had enough time to go back around and double check and shoot them if they weren't dead. So there so it's fucked. So some kids had places to hide. Some kids would come out of the places where they were hiding and then realize that the guy wasn't gone yet. So uh. they would you know they would hide for half an hour and then think it must be all clear and it just because they weren't hearing screaming anymore. You guys don't leave your
2: hiding place Until a real cop comes,
0: Um, I don't know. But how would you know? I mean, I was as I was saying that I was like, I know. This is why. I mean, this is like this is such a terrible worst case scenario because it's also in a place where nothing. They don't have school shootings. They don't have stuff like that happen. It's not common at all. Um, And then they're also, it's just a kids' camp. It's like such so much innocence that it, that like, it's just the most surreal. A bunch of kids jump into the lake and start swimming away across. And now it's really cold water, really cold water. Um, And thank God there were people that were on the islands across and in the houses that heard stuff, heard gunshots, heard screaming at first thought that the gunshots must've been Mm -hmm. firecrackers, whatever. But there was one guy who had a big boat who heard it and um oh got a call this to say something bad is happening yeah. you have to go over to that island he thought it was a prank but went anyway oh my god bless he saved 30 kids holy shit because he just went he was like this sounds like nothing but i will go anyway totally. um there were kids in the water he was throwing out life jackets to kids <gasps> who he couldn't fit on the boat they did like four trips oh my god. he did that um he was a local named Marcel Gieffi is how I'm going to mm-hmm. think it's pronounced. Um, he was a German residence that was staying at the um, a camping area on the mainland. And he got his boat out there. Then um, there was another 40 kids were saved by uh, Hege, H-E-G-E, Dalin and Toril Hansen, who was a married couple who were holiday- holidaying nearby. This was this... Um, Wikipedia was clearly written by a foreign person yeah. using words like "holidaying." Um, Dolan was um, helping from land, so kids were swimming up onto land. and She was getting them like to safety mm-hmm. while um, Hansen and an- another neighbor um, were making boat boat trip rescues. Um, then there was a man named Casper Oleg um, who made three trips to the island in his boat um, And, uh, oh, sorry, Casper is the one who thought initially it was a prank, but went anyway. Mm -hmm. Altogether, 150 kids swam away from the island and were pulled out of the fjord by campers on the opposite shore.
2: Holy shit. So that's
0: an... It always makes me feel better when you hear that, like, other citizens taking action and helping helping, out. But the thing was, this motherfucker, once he saw that kids were getting into the water, went down and just started strafing the water.
2: Dude. So
0: he was in berserker mode as they like to say on last podcast on the left he was in the mode where he was no one was going to live
2: how did they stop him
0: um basically the cops finally showed up after an hour and a half
2: why did it take so long
0: because they they were
2: at the other they were at the bombing. they were at
0: the other bombing and they didn't get word and all there it it was a bunch of different stuff but yeah it basically just took them that that was how far away it was and how long it took um uh they they finally got on you know it was a bunch of cops in like full riot gear Mm -hmm. and swat type gear went on and just made an announcement saying put your gun down and i think at that point he he was done yeah because they said he had made a couple of calls too so i think it was that kind of thing where it was like he made his first round and then it was just like he was coming down off of it and he was ready to to put his message out, too, probably. Yeah. It
2: was like not, this wasn't just to kill people. This was like a message.
0: It was absolutely a message. Yeah. And it was this kind of thing of like, we need to take our country back. Yeah. And this is how we're going to do it. We're going to deliver the message to these politicians and to these people who are, quote unquote, allowing things to happen. Yeah. Um, so at the end of the day, Brevik had killed 68 children outright. Jesus. 68 children. Oh my god. That's more that was in my high school graduating class.
1: That um, makes me
0: so sick. It's terrible and then he injured 110, 55 of them seriously. The 69th victim died in the hospital 2 days later. Um so he was arrested, he was examined by a court-appointed forensic psychiatrist and he was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. Um and they concluded that he was psychotic at the time of the attacks and criminally insane. But um, they, when it came time to have him go to court, they did a second psychiatric evaluation and found that he was not criminally insane, that he was fully aware of what he was doing. It was planned and it had been planned for years because not only did he post that YouTube video the night before, but he had been for years had been talking and ranting about this xenophobic shit of, we need to get these people out. And of course he had a manifesto. Right. So they find the manifesto and there are sections that he ripped off directly from the Unabomber without, mm. without attributing. And he just re- replaced, um, he, he uh, replaced leftists, which was Unabomber yeah. with cultural Marxists. He, when he got on, to when he first started shooting the kids, he kept yelling, um, "Today is the day you die, Marxists!"
2: Wow. So he was
0: accusing everybody of, of being, you know, like communists or whatever. Man,
2: my children. I mean, not that adults are any better, but it's just like
0: because that's going to send is. like the fastest, worst message. Um, and it's also it's that's a person who wants to do evil.
2: Yeah. This isn't
0: just, you know, you send it. You you park a van. Um, that has a bomb in it next to a government building and you're trying to that's chaos and mayhem you're trying to create yeah um, and you're walking away
2: from it it's not like you're point-blank shooting Uh, like
0: but when but that is like he took it to the next level because he wanted he's evil and he wanted evil to be done uh, which is like, what do you, who do you think you are to protect anybody from anything or yeah. pretend that's what your intentions are Yeah. when what you're doing is killing children of your own country? That's all. That's where your argument falls apart. Yeah. Um, so he also in this manifesto, um, said he was an admirer of the tea party movement of America.
2: Oh, well, there you go.
0: So, you know. Just know that. <laughs> know, that w- know who you're appealing to. On August 24th, um, he was found to be sane by that panel of judges and sentenced to preventative detention, um, which is a sentence of 21 years in prison that can be repeatedly extended by five years as long as um, the person is considered a threat to society. That's
2: not long enough. He should have been fucking...
0: It's the maximum sentence allowed by Norwegian law. And the only way to get to allow for life imprisonment oh. is to get the 21 year sentence and then re up it every five years mm-hmm. to re examine it every five years. So it's a version of parole yeah. of a parole board. They just don't do the whole you, we sentence you to 200 years in He's prison just or whatever. He's never
2: going to like how unsatisfying. There's something about sentencing someone to life in prison or a fucking to the death penalty that's like satisfying in a way. You know what I mean? Like, right. Not that I believe in the death penalty or don't, but there's something so satisfying. Something about like 20 years to life is like kind of a bummer as a bummer.
0: It's a bummer. But but the good thing is that, that it seems like these guys do it in almost the opposite way. What, what they're saying is you can only... A, um sentence to someone sentenced someone to prison for twenty one years, and then you have to keep looking at it, so mm. it's not like you go into prison and rot because there it's that thing of worrying about sending someone who shouldn't be there right. so it's it checks and balance that yeah isn't satisfying in the outright, but this is a man who will never you kill politicians' yeah. children you're never getting out of prison yeah although i did there was there was an article about that he their prisons are so nice. They look like college dorm rooms. Oh my God, I bet. I mean, because it's just everything. that's just a higher quality of life yeah. there. They do everything better. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, there was some, he was petitioning to get an even nicer room because his really nice room wasn't nice enough. Fuck you. And this article, it's just insanity when you read it. You're just like, oh, you don't even understand how good you have it. And, like, in American prisons, they have, like, four people to a cell and, you know, it's.
2: God, it just, it makes me sick and it makes me, it makes me not be able to say that I don't support the death penalty. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm not saying I do, but it makes it harder okay what about fucking vigilante justice can we can we do that but
0: instead? this is in his mind he was a vigilante no, I, it's, you're it, right it just keeps turning back on itself I know. there's no we the instinct is we feel like we know who's doing wrong and we want to take that person out which is I do it all the time I feel it all the time but there is that thing of like especially when we're getting into like paid prisons when we're getting into pit like a A prison for pay right that whole world is so ugly and scary because then you're then you have people who are making money off of people being incarcerated right and that's terrible but you know then we talk about a guy like we talk about people like larry singleton we talk about a guy like if they caught the freeway Mm -hmm. phantom uh, then i'd go two to the back of the head yeah i mean you want it to be that simple
2: i know is that life is complicated
0: it's difficult to manage oh. it's very scary
2: we're always trying
0: as um i think her name was pauline who made the poster on the <sighs> facebook page one of my favorite lines on that awesome fucking poster that she made was uh go on a journey with the fear that mm. that's kind of what we're doing on this podcast which made me love her for like even extracting that level of meaning that's so philosophical. Thank you. But
2: You and I just think we're just like spouting shit off. But I mean, I hope that I feel I'm happier in my life because we're doing this.
0: Yeah. Because we're actually talking about stuff that we're afraid of and and it's important.
2: We're finding out so many people feel the same way and are feeling like finding their people.
0: Yes. That you don't have to just feel like you're stuck in a victim stance. You can actually like explore it in a safe way and hopefully be educated. And I don't know, like you're not
2: a sick fuck if you're fascinated by this stuff because it's fucking human condition is fascinating.
0: And we care about it because it's stuff that like it's women and it's people who don't have a voice and it's, you know, these untested rape kits where like the first thing I think of is if I make money again, where I actually pay off my debts and fix my shit. Mm-hmm. I will donate money to whatever Mariska Hargitay is doing. definitely, Because that is, that means a lot to me. And we've found a community of people who it means a lot to. I know. That's cool. Let's make it.
2: I'm st- I still stand behind my, the Facebook group. We can, we can solve a cold case together.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's how Reddit's doing it. I know. Reddit's amazing. Um, wait really quick. Yeah. Did you see the thing that they posted of those three women who were in a restaurant? I think it was in Malibu or in Santa Monica. And they saw the guy putting the stuff in the girl's drink. Yes.
2: I know one of the girls uh, who's friends with one of the girls. Yes.
0: Amazing. I loved that. There were
2: three women in a Santa Monica restaurant. Fig.
0: Fig. I think it was called. Yeah.
2: And uh, friends having happy hour, which we love to do. Yeah. One of the girls sees from across the room a guy whose date had gotten up and gone to the bathroom. He fucking slyly slips something in her drink, but the girl at the bar was like, "Fucking saw that." Goes into the bathroom, confronts the girl, and is like, "I saw your guy do this."
1: And her.
0: then they also tell the manager, "I right. saw the guy do this. We she, need to do something." And she
2: sits with him for this whole dinner. They're watching him. He keeps trying to cheers her yep. to get her to drink. She's not drinking, and they keep the the manager is like, uh, "There's nothing I can do." But then they review the tape and the, the security camera. They see him do it. They keep telling him that the um, register's broken and they, you know, they're trying to get him his check and the fucking Santa Monica PD comes in. Yep.
0: And they get him.
2: There's a photo of him now online. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
0: That is... That story is so intense because that girl was so freaked out because she was like, he's a friend of mine. He's a
2: a good friend of mine from like a while. Like it wasn't a first date.
0: No, she'd known him for a year and a half, it said. And then here's
2: another red flag. The girls were like, can we give you a ride to your car? Like, where's your car? And she's like, the car is at his place because he had me meet him at his house. So he had been like, you know what I mean? It's like, let's go back to your car. It's at my house. It's such a predatory thing. And so they put up a photo of him and they're like if anyone else has a similar
0: story come forward yeah that's amazing that's a
2: nice one of those nice stories of uh the victim getting her, the it's yeah it's not victim blaming it's taking everything i don't know
0: Well, it's protection. It's, it's that we can actually help each other. We should help each other and reach out to each other and not be like, if, if those women were different types of women who either a didn't pay attention or B were like, I don't want to get involved. Yep then something terrible could have happened. But instead they were being like kind of nosy Nellies and being like, sorry, I'm going to say something. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
2: And I think you and I would, and hopefully I think other people listening would be paying attention to those things and seeing that this guy is doing this weird fucking thing because, and you know, when we're on our own dates and, and and at a bar, like noticing weird fucking people's behavior. I think that's the point for me is that like, I want to be aware of every level.
0: We can take this, this, uh, anxiety and obsession and actually use it for good yeah
2: let's use our powers of anxiety for good and uh-huh. not evil
0: and also let's stay sexy
2: and let's not get murdered
0: we love you Bye. Bye.